Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 86 No Filter Podcast. Hope you're all doing great out there, wherever you're listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Kyle Metz. My name is Leslie Perrin. Hey, guys. Nate Miller. And Sam Weiner. So how's everyone doing? <laughs> need to Sorry, I just, I love that. I was hoping we were like all going to harmonize. <laughs> you got to, like, plan that. I know. That's very true. Uh, how's everyone doing? Let's jump into catch up. Anyone doing good? I guess? I'm doing great. I'm in my last week of working two jobs. So oh, I'm nice. actually pretty excited to be done working at two different restaurants and working every day and have a day off. Did you, uh, did they just not need you anymore? Or um, we're, you don't need we're them picking anymore? Up at, yeah, I don't really need them anymore. Like yeah. we're picking up a, a different spot and it's closer and just more, yeah. you know, convenient and better money. So it just yeah. makes more sense. Okay. You were like, it's me, not you. It's me, not you. It's like the classic saying, you know, when a breakup happens, you don't want to put the other person down too 100%. hard. But isn't yeah. that a lie? Like a most, lot of the time it's a lie. Time, yeah. yeah. It's usually the person. Well, it, yeah. Or I mean a combination. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm I'm not feeling this relationship at this point in my life. But also, if you were a better person, right? Because maybe I would be feeling it. It's yeah. about perspective. Yeah. Either way, it definitely was me. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Now you'll have some you'll have some free time, some time yourself. Yeah, I can't wait to sleep. Yeah, yeah I feel two that. jobs is is rough. How about you, Kyle? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, life's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun lately, which means that I haven't been working on my craft, um, which is where I found out that only the tortured artist uh, can really produce lots of content and not go out and have fun. Are you saying that I don't you know if are I tortured? Agree with I'm that. saying I was tortured the past two months of being like, oh, I just want to, I really need to focus on doing this and I need to focus on making as much as I can and all that stuff. And now I'm like, why is that tortured, though? I don't know. Maybe maybe tortured's not the right word. A, uh, I don't Focused? know. Focused? Well, when you Focused? get content in your life and you're having yes. fun and you're doing those things, yes. you're less yeah. likely to motivate yourself to exactly. be doing the other things. Because that stuff isn't making me happy right now. You know what I'm saying? But I did write it's a sketch like, yesterday, and I uh, I laughed out loud at it. So. Nice. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. Good, LOL. Yeah. I think you're onto something, but I do I do think there is a balance. Like, you have to... You know, you have to have experiences to create from. Yes. You can't. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And just like face a wall. Yeah. Trying to think of funny things. Yeah. I just don't like when people, I don't like this idea of the tortured artist. Like I do think that there is some truth to that, but I don't think you, it it has to be that way. Yeah. That you have to make it bad for yourself. Yeah. I don't think you have to be depressed to make good music, you know? Well, I think, yeah, I think it, I think it it definitely depends on your process and like what you're talking about. Like I think that, yeah, you don't have to be depressed to make good music, but I think like Robert Smith had to be depressed. Sue no, John uh, Stevens yeah. maybe. Well, I, I mean in, in, in that same way, what I'm saying is like, I don't think that 
like yes to if you're if you're trying to make art that is depressing or related right. to those kind of feelings yeah. of course right genuinely having those feelings is going to make better art right in my opinion yeah but i don't think that that is also the that's the entirety of art is sad right. feelings it's no. there's yes, also it's happy no, feelings there's angry feelings True. there's uh, there's political like expression like i think there's plenty of things that you don't have to be a, the air quotes tortured artist to still create I totally. that, that's that's all that I'm yeah but, but that's I, I, so I, I do think oh i was gonna say so bottom line is i'm really happy right now yeah. <laughs> nice good good because your artistic output is shit it's terrible right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been talking to you things Kyle, about like yeah, yeah like cooking breakfast with yeah. friends and stuff like that it's not funny it's not good content but yeah that's what <laughs> Could be. i like i like the image of like the tortured sketch artist like which i guess is a thing like you know like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I part of being a broke a artist that. is kind of what adds to the tortured part of just yes. not making, doing, putting a lot of time into something and not making money. Yeah. 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 Buying wigs off Amazon and you're like, <laughs> speaking of, thank it's you guys so much wig. for listening to the 86. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's been a pretty good week. I would say um, starting to pick up at work. So that's nice. Yeah. Starting to actually make some decent money. Um, getting some good ships. I don't know. Can't complain. Just kind of cruising right now, working on the podcast. Uh, I'm trying to think about what I'm going to do next, I guess. I don't know. Got some What's irons the in the fire. What's the next step? Yeah. yeah. But we'll Got some what in the fire? Some irons. Irons oh. in the fire. Do they I melt? I like that. Iron doesn't melt. No, it's iron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you, are you crafting a sword? Is that yeah, the, it's the a, analogy? Oh. Yeah, it's an expression. But oh, yes, okay. you, you, you put iron in the fire to heat it up and then you shape it work it yeah and so ah, whatever okay. you're but I, I don't know what it's going to be yet but it will be so it's prob- just in the fire right That's now it's just a, a massive hulk my, of my throbbing guess, heated iron my guess is it's going to be a sword though because it's normally what people do right. yeah with right. iron i could make a hammer though too right could make a hammer yeah. you could make, make a star and a hang it on his wall i that could make a cut pretty hard also Iron as cup. well, a little less violent. I feel like. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I too am stoked that work is is picking up. Um, yeah, I, I I guess not much. Apex Legends Battle Pass Season One came out. It's a little underwhelming, in my opinion. I mean, I just at least it gives you like a reason to just play because I was finding a little bit of. I'm not really much of a gamer. I just play solitaire on my phone. I play a lot of solitaire. Yeah. I'm pretty good nothing. at it. I got nothing. You don't play solitaire? I don't play any games except for oh. Mario Kart. And with them boys. <laughs> play games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta give a shout out to um Botello as well. We miss yeah, you. Yeah. He's yeah, not seriously. here right now. He's out on his tour. Doing his it's thing. Been gone now. It's been gone what? I saw three a picture years of him. Now? His beard has been gone like it's like down to his knees. Really? It's crazy. How and shoulders, knees grows and toes. On the road. He's singing <laughs> some songs. Oh yeah. I think he learned how to play harmonica too. I think that's what they say, Start though, is cigars. when you're on the road, your beard grows three times quicker. Yeah. I read that on I'm a wi- sure. Wikipedia article. That has to be true. So if you 100%. guys are out there, see if you can find him. It's like, where's Waldo? Yeah. All right. So uh, I think that was a good catch up. We're not here to ramble. Uh, Too much. The entire show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we brought a very special guest in today to talk about some topics with us. Uh, and just to kind of introduce her, she's a friend of mine who we all work with. Uh, very smart person, very hard worker. Uh, she's always either working or she's in school or, you know, very, very focused and driven. And I really admire that about her. Uh, but we're excited to bring her on to kind of talk about, uh, kind of the other 
thing that she does is uh, she likes to party and hang out. So, <laughs> Marissa, without further ado, uh, welcome to the show. Hey. Thank you. Hey. That was a very nice intro, Nate. <laughs> I didn't work on it. I love how it was super nice, and then you're like, and she likes to party. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, and then there's that, and that's why I'm here today. Yeah, I don't that's think that's a bad thing. That's just because you're the life of the party. Oh, thanks, Leslie. I try. Um, so, just a little background about me. I mean, I've started working when I was 14 at McDonald's. That was my first service oh, wow. industry hey. job. Yeah, it didn't last very long. 14? Yep. Is that legal? Yep. In Hawaii, it was. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you have to get, like, parents' permission? Yep. Okay. I had to get them to sign something, and uh, they wouldn't let me work the fryer, so I couldn't make any French fries. Your parents wouldn't let you work the, the fryer? No, it was, like, McDonald's. illegal <laughs> oh. until you were 16. That's the line. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you, were you just taking orders? You can make anybody? burgers. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Put them together. Nope. I couldn't even do that. I just worked the cash register. Oh, okay. They trust you with money. And yeah. work it, she oil. did. But not hot oil. Now. <laughs> I guess uh, I wasn't mature enough for that yet. Um, yeah, I worked in several restaurants. I uh, did some club promoting when I lived in New York. Um, Hence now, the party life. Yeah, that's kind of what sparked it. Downward spiral from there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so did you always, like, went... When you started working in restaurants and like clubs and stuff, was it just straight to serving? Did you ever host or? No, actually, my first restaurant job ever, I started as a dishwasher. Oh, wow. wow. Yep. They didn't have nice. anything in the front um, of the house at the time. And I just was like, no, I really need a job. So I did. Um, I did. Yeah, dishwashing for like three months, and then they moved me up to host. You were like, do you guys have a cash register here? I yeah. did that at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so it. you're saying I could touch the hot oil now. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you made the uh, transition to serving, was that in, in that restaurant as well? or No, was that so I got moved up from there. I went from host to expo to bus. Um, so then I got all that experience. And then right before I was about to move up to server, I actually moved to New York. So I left that job, started club promoting, and then moved back to California. Uh, got a job where you all know, <laughs> and uh, kind of moved up from there. Went to server, bartending, back down to server when I transferred. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I didn't know that you bartended. Yeah, I um, actually bartended for a majority of the time that I was at. This other location. And then when I in like four days a week. or Yeah, something, it was right? four days a week and I was serving one day a week. And then when I moved to Universal, um, they just didn't have a bartending position and my availability wasn't as good. So was that back when it was uh, like a full bar? Um, no, I was never there when it was a full bar. Okay. Yeah, that would have been tough. Yeah, I heard that that was hell. That would have been a drunk. riot. Yeah, it's definitely a different a different level of bartending for mm -hmm. sure did you ever do those cool bartending tricks where you like throw a glass in the air and catch it with the different hand and then pour the drink in, into <laughs> it uh, you guys all know how clumsy i am so no <laughs> didn't Just even wanna... try that damn <laughs> would have been tight though someone tried to impress me doing that the other day and i was like you're not impressing me I was like, I get it. Did you, you say that? No, 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 I clapped. But you were trying to make... <laughs> <laughs> then why didn't they impress you? Uh, was it the way they looked? He, he was showing off. I was like, you're just showing off for me right now. Are you and sure it was for you? I was going to say, who are you with? I was the only one at the bar, so yeah. Maybe he was just I, maybe practicing. Maybe he was flirting. Yeah, maybe he was bored. Well, maybe well, he was I into you. He was trying to, you know, uh, I'm maybe he has digits. to. 
Maybe he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe every, it's like a shop. He thought you were a secret shopper. Yeah. <laughs> did they do one uh, drink flip? <laughs> uh, he did two. Um, the second one was a lot more angrier. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Marissa, we brought you on the show here. We got a couple different things that we want to talk about. Uh, our first talk topic is uh, something that we kind of touched on a little bit uh, before with Shay, but we felt like that there was more that we could talk about with it. Uh, and that's kind of flirting in the workplace. Um, so I think y- you, you know, hopefully this doesn't come out the wrong way, but I think you're one of the friendlier people at work. And I think sometimes that can be misconstrued as being flirtatious. Uh, and has that something that you have experienced? Have you, has that happened to you where like you were just being really nice to somebody and they were like, Oh, this person's like really into me. And then has that happened to you at work? I feel like. Um, yeah, air quotes, friendly. Um, I would say that I am kind of more of a flirtatious person, but you'll know if I'm flirting with you. Um, most of the times it's just joking around. Um, and just joking so around. Joking that, around. But uh, one of the things uh, we, we've sort of talked about, I've talked about in the past, is guys have a very poor ability to read signals or right. read signals correctly. You say like, oh, you'll know. I no, won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't at all. Personally. Well, my situation's a little different because I am in a very long-term relationship, sure. and I think everyone that I work with or that is around me is aware of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll make jokes with people, but I feel like they know that that is a joke, and it's just yeah. me being flirty. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like the touching is something like my dad always used to like talk about, like not only in the restaurant, but when it came to like what Sam was saying with like guys taking it a certain way or not and um you know it's like when you flirt with your words and you're like joking around and stuff like sometimes it's kind of like okay I don't know but then like the second you start touching someone's shoulder rubbing their back like then all of a sudden it's like oh no they're they're flirting with me Mm -hmm. not just friendly you know that's just to be clear also about what I was saying is I was specifically saying if someone was to want to flirt with me for real you wouldn't even know i would assume they're just being friendly oh, now i know that, that there's a okay. lot that the bigger issue and the worst you know, like the worst and the part of the reason why i tend to take it that way is because it's like the safer option because the mm. worst option is taking something that's an innocent flirtation right. you know like an innocent misinterpreting misinterpreting yeah. and being then like, like yo she wants me i'm gonna True. like stalk her yeah. instagram and like dm her my penis that <laughs> reminds me of somebody what no balls no it does from this podcast i bet we're thinking of the same person i just want to say really quick that i was with you until you got to the deeming of the penis part i've never that's i've never but no i'm just saying i've never understood that no i don't apparently i believe them when they say that it i've heard the stories but i just i legitimately do not understand the like I really like this girl. You know what's going to work. <laughs> I don't think it's her I don't want to sure of my penis. I don't <laughs> think that it's necessarily like I really like this girl. I think that for the people, you know, it's probably like 90% of the dicks are sent by 10% of the population like yes. and I think it's then just how a, do we always get the 10% of the population in our because DMs? Well, that's because like they're, <laughs> they're sending it to, that's yeah. they're sending they're sending it to everyone. You don't, they're shooting you their shot. Yeah, but it's you don't take note of every single guy that doesn't. But you take note of every exactly. guy that does, and so. it's like, and these and I'm saying the guys that are likely to send you a picture of their penis are also sending the picture of their penis to, to everyone, to everyone else, I, because I all it takes is one girl to be like, 
I want that. All right, exactly. <laughs> well, now, I don't know word, if that's ever happened. A word before. to the wise don't send a picture of your yeah, penis guys, to any of your coworkers. The, the more you know, I just right. don't send a picture of your penis. I, uh, I, I probably actually, wouldn't even do that to, my, to Maya, so. Yeah, unless I was mad. Like, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, babe, I'm going grocery shopping. Look at this funny. Oh, no, it's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I had a coworker who his whole thing was that mass sending. He'd be like, nine times out of ten, it doesn't work. But that one time, though. No. And I was like, bro, oh, my God. And he showed me a picture of his penis. He's like, this <laughs> oh is my God. God. And I went, I don't want to see this at all. I mean, at least, at least put a little. Run the expo he thought that you could be that. He thought, yeah, that, man, that, 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 one, one. that one out of ten. <laughs> the so guys the are flirting with you. Yep. Yeah, are you the one or the nine, bro? Oh, you're such a fucking little tease. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question is why do you, I mean, and this is kind of open-ended, but why do you guys think that this is so prevalent in like our industry? Because even like outside, I was listening to another podcast and they were, they were talking about some relationship that was happening and like how messy it was. And you know, the joke was like, Oh, do they both work in a restaurant? And then like, it turned out that they both did like, it's like a, like people know that restaurants are kind of like messy. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder like, what is what, why? I actually have a, pretty big opinion on this I mean when you're working around people 24 7 and you always kind of have to bring out your personality when you're in the service industry you want to make your customers feel good it's like you also kind of want to make your coworkers feel good because you see if they're like going to a table and they're like having a really bad time with them and they're like oh these people suck and you're like oh you'll touch their shoulder and be like it's okay like or tell me the story Um, but it can kind of get misconstrued and also in the industry our industry in particular, it does really promote a partying culture because we're around alcohol all the time. Um, so I feel like lines kind of get a little blurred and there. It's the energy of like just being around coworkers that you feel comfortable with, but also like you can have that like fun, spontaneous, like which ends up kind of being flirty energy. You like know, it. you just want to enjoy your shift and like you tend to want to help that out for the whole crew you're normally all very social people too like if I was in a cubicle job like we'd be around each other so often but they're probably all super boring no offense to cubicle people but uh the QPs as I like to call them I was um, just gonna say that you wait wait wait, wait. how do you think the word cubicle is spelled <laughs> shit oh no all right. Uh, we'll breeze, we'll breeze past that one. Cubicle. Cubicle, yeah. yeah. I know how it's cubicles punny. spell. <laughs> it's punny. <laughs> do, do you? <laughs> I was going to let it skate by, but Wait. you're insisting. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's move on. Okay. All right. I, I almost don't want to now. All right, fine. Spell cubicle. Uh, uh, C. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 C-U-B-I-C-L-E. He knows now. Okay. He knows what he did. <laughs> Everyone will know. I got very scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, dude, come on, it's a layup. That wasn't that wasn't supposed to be. I know, I know. Fundamentals, question, fundamentals. Uh, you got it. Either that, or we both wrong. Suck. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think that's a good answer, though. I I agree with what both of you guys said. I think um, part of what makes the job so stressful is that it's that people industry, and that it's so kind of I don't know. Wishy washy is not the right word, but uh not consistent inconsistent 
it can be like one day can be wildly different from another day. And so being able to have like the support of people that, you know, you know, that you can rely on, like makes a big difference Good rapport and, with. and relate to. Yeah. And I, and I think it's the, it's inconsistent almost like moment to moment or like, you know, like in, in, in this minute you have to be really like emotionally inconsistent where you're like really up with a like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And then, but like in your head, you know, things are, you're in the weeds, things are going wrong. You have a ticket taking 25 minutes. So when you go in the back, there's like a, a oh, you wanna, there's like you, yeah. you drop the mask and everyone's doing that at the same time. And that I honestly, you know, those moments of kind of like honesty are very yeah. vulnerability. You see yeah, that all absolutely. the time. You're like people. smiling all the way into the kitchen and then you're like, ah, like, right. like you really get to also, see people in a very wide range of emotional states. You said something that just reminded me of a very weird phenomenon that's happened to me. Like you can see my eyes are watering. Just think about it. It's really strange. Oh jeez. I are have you like okay? a no something. <laughs> yeah, no, I am okay. Well, uh, Let's find out. Freudian slip. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I've developed. I don't know if attraction is the right word, but I girls that run food. <laughs> oh my god. I find that really attractive. Oh my god. Does it have to do with the food aspect or the way they're walking? I think with it's the, the work. Expo. It's the work. The work ethic. It's yeah. the yeah. It's the it's and it's not even like exclusive to that. But I, my chest is I am one of the things that I am attracted <laughs> so to in funny. people is a hard work ethic, and so when you can see it, like, a hard yeah. work, work ethic, hard, <laughs> hard. Um, yeah. That's fine. No, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I think that, that, that you what you said that and that reminded me. Uh, yeah. attraction. I think that it's not that I get more attracted to the people that do when I'm exploring, but I get less attracted to the people that don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you fucking I knew you sucked. I totally yeah. agree with that. It's like you won't catch me dead flirting with anyone that's not a hard worker. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm also like, too, don't talk uh, to me. You flirted with me before, and I'm not a hard worker. You're the exception. All right, cool. I feel like you can see people's like true colors too with like how they work because it's one thing to like say you'll do stuff, which like you do to friends, air quotes friends, all the time, you know, or, yeah. which are really just people you know. But then when you see them like when they're actually busy and they stop and do something, it's like, all right, cool. You know, it's not a one-to-one, but yeah. if I had to rely on you in a situation, I feel like I could versus somebody who, when you see someone who's like consciously making the choice to like not help out other people, mm-hmm. it's like, if this is what you do here and you're getting paid to do this, like, what do you are, do in how, life? Yeah. yeah. What do you do for how free? How are you going to help me when I'm friends, when I'm falling off a cliff and yeah. I need your help? Not that everyone you work with needs to be your friend, but it definitely helps. Well, I, I think mean. that, yeah, that one of the reasons that our industry I think, you know, it it forms maybe closer relationships or you form faster, if you don't want to call them friendships, but faster relationships than other industries is because, and it speaks to what you guys are talking about, like seeing other people put in the hard work is like, we are very much tied to, like, if you don't, if you're in a cubicle, if you're a QP and you don't do your like reports, uh, put that on then a like, shirt baby. then at the end of the day like no one you know like no one at your level is really gonna your, their work isn't really affected they're all, they're they just, all in their own they're cubicle. all in their own little thing yeah we're all, like we like directly see the results of like if that food had gotten to that table three minutes earlier and then they didn't leave happy i would have got five more dollars you or know if- and like if you drop food off at my table and they ask you for mayonnaise and you never go you get say it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or even tell me or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Then like, then that directly affects how much money we get that night in our hand in cash. 
So like it, you know, it, it for a restaurant to function at the peak, everyone needs to be down to help each other out. Like you got to be, you know, at the end of the day, like my tables are my tables and I got to take care of that. But, um, you know, if I help someone else out that let's freeze them up. I know Leslie, you talked about this yeah. uh, in the past. Like when you help someone else out, that frees them up to help someone else out. And like yeah. ultimately everyone benefits. And it's a so, circle. Yeah. It's the circle of surgery. I also just think and like then, in our industry, we have to just stay busy in order for us to stay afloat in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, we're super inconsistent, not only with our emotions and what's on, but also with how busy you are. So it's like if you constantly find something to do, then when you get your ass slammed, you're going to be you're good. okay. <laughs> was, was there a pun? I had to pause there. Perfect <laughs> for the flirting. Just because we've been talking too much about the uh, dick pics today. Then when you get your oh, ass man. slammed I mean, by your coworker, you're ready for it. It's a level or two above dick pics. Um, but yeah, to bring it back to kind of the flirting topic, I think that like because everyone's so busy, there's almost like not time for like, it's just so much easier and more like time efficient to just like you Help know blow off out. some steam no i'm talking about like the flirt like rather than like tiptoeing around or or saying like hey can i get these it's just like hey i don't i don't know i'm trying to like characterize like flirting in the restaurant industry and i feel like i don't uh from, i don't do it people will call me people will call me babe a lot like yeah. hey babe can you go grab me this and i'm like whatever you need that's wild no one calls me babe why are you babe because he's a baby because, he's a big because baby. I am a handsome young lad. I get that sometimes too. I it depends. To the and it's also one of those things of like <laughs> I'm com- I'm somewhere in the middle between. I feel like you are definitely more flirty than I am. I'm but probably. I'm, definitely I'm just crazy. A little more, more flirty, flirty than, than Sam. Me, yeah. But I also I, I honestly I feel like after I've flirted with someone I'm like oh shit. there's kind of a fine line i have noticed uh when working in restaurants in any restaurants there's a lot of innuendos that fly around yes and it happens so often i mean i know leslie and i have talked about this at work like someone will say something to me and i'll just look at her and be like "Ooh, did you hear that did you hear what he wants to do and then like continue on with what we're doing and it was so out of context Yeah. yeah it's just so out of context it's like every everywhere they're just flying yep just innuendo here innuendo here and they're always like a sexual innuendo yep and i never really i mean they come flying out of my mouth like nothing yeah i'm like i don't even know where that came from <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i guess that yeah now that you put it in those terms i feel like i definitely it's not like flirting so much as yeah just like sexual jokes yeah There's just a lot of sexual of jokes i just I love flirting unless i really don't like someone then i'm not saying anything like oh. that i'm like i don't want to give them the wrong impression oh yeah at all well zero i won't even talk to them if <laughs> i don't like them like, and i'm a very talkative person so if i don't like you like well i know that there's there's a person that we work with that when i first started they it, it got brought up from another female employee that was like watch out for this mm-hmm. and i was like oh like if i didn't know this was a thing person. i think we are but then later i just started talking to that person like normally not allowing those innuendos to fly not allowing it to like be taken a wrong way and they're the sweetest person like they just come across differently because their mannerism is different Different. you know so like sometimes you just you don't quite have a, a pull on everybody because everybody's energy is different so it's like sometimes it can get miscued easier because of that but then also you can 
get nervous about something being taken the wrong way quicker as well. So I feel like that's something that like kind of circulates within that area. Well, we talked a little bit too about how everybody takes it differently and that's what's dangerous. But also too, what I think a lot of people don't consider is like the collateral damage too of like you and I really close, whatever, you know, doing whatever we're doing. You, we have an understanding that it's just friendly, but someone else who's new may not have that same understanding or know us that well and then see that and then be put in that awkward position of like right. h- how do I react do do I do that too now kind of a thing so yep. I, I wonder how that plays it's into also something. a matter of like knowing your audience like knowing who's around you when you're saying something to a coworker. because I've actually had an experience with a manager come up to me and be like is this person making you feel uncomfortable mm. and I was like oh I didn't realize like it sounded like that. Yeah. And I was kind of like, no, no, no. He's not making me feel uncomfortable. But he was like, you know, watching me, like making sure. So I was like, every time this coworker and I interacted, I had to make sure like who was around. Like, I don't want to give someone the wrong idea that, you know, that it, that I'm like the victim. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I found super interesting was um, when I had a girlfriend, like I'm still a flirty person and I was secure in my relationship and everything that was happening to where nothing ever really mattered when I would like, when we'd flirt with coworkers, I'd be like, I have a girlfriend, like this is never going to happen. And then when my girlfriend and I broke up, Uh that's when it was like that whole thing of what does any of this mean? Like, (laughs) is this person think I'm into them now? Is this, whoa, that person just said that to me. I am single now. I, am I supposed to, should I go ask them out? Should I be pulling moves? Like what is happening in this industry, it's a please totally help different me. Yes. mentality yeah. versus when you have a partner well, or a significant yeah. other. Because you know that Safety nothing's going to happen. Yeah, you know it. that nothing's yeah. going to happen. Exactly. And all of a sudden you're like, uh, well, I know that nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. When I'm in, no, when I'm in a relationship. We know what you do, Kyle. I don't know what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Literally flying through this life. Um, but yeah, it's it's that uh, that weird, I guess, trying to find out where that flirting belongs and how much is okay. Definitely. Have you, so have you experienced somebody where like you were just trying to be friendly and they interpret it the wrong way and then you had to kind of like deal with the fallout of that? Yeah, there is one person in particular that I am thinking about a fallout. Um, I'm sorry, okay? I didn't mean <laughs> for it to... Kyle, we talked about this, not on the air. Uh, I told you. Um, you couldn't say anything. That was why you were sorry. allowed to be here today. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, no, um, what had happened was he... I mean, he was being, like, really overly flirtatious at work, and I kind of, like, was really standoffish. Um, and then what happened was he found me on Instagram and started commenting on every single one of my stories whoa every time I went anywhere he was like oh that looks like so much fun oh you're drinking oh you're having a fun like you're partying maybe I could come out with you and I was like no like absolutely not so then I just ended up blocking him and just Maybe he knows that I blocked him. Probably. I don't know. I mean, if he can't. Yeah. He's like, Marissa never stories anymore. (laughs) It just became like really awkward and he was just really awkward at work. And so I feel like, oh, I I was, I I just feel like social media is such an interesting, like game changer in the flirting game. Oh, for sure. Cause I, cause it's interesting you say that and I don't really do social media. Like I don't, I, I have an Instagram. Obviously you guys know it. Um, I'll plug it later. Uh, 
but I don't, I probably do like one post a month and I never do stories or anything like that. Um, and, and I've heard lots of girls, you know, say that kind of thing. We're like, Oh man, every time I post, like he's talking, like I, it's, it's, it's awkward. So I don't know if we want to expand on that and like how that works in the industry. Uh, and, and with the flirting, because in my mind, I'm like, and this could be totally out of pocket and you guys let me know, but like, well, you're posting things publicly and you know, but is it just like, look, you know, is it, uh, is it the guys that are kind of taking that social world into the real world and like having those same expectations that they can talk to you like uh, that? Well, I feel like in this situation, there's a couple of different things at play. And again, this is, I'm not, you know, I'd like to get your guys' perspective, your lady's perspective on it. I mean, we're but avid I feel on like, social media. Right. Yeah. I feel like as a guy, if you send, if you, I mean, if I feel like if you respond to a story and you get nothing in response, like, that's a sign. That's a sign. Yeah. Usually yeah. like you Read don't even signs. get like the little double tap like or anything yeah. like just chill. Like you, you don't need bro. to send another yeah, one yeah, and then yeah. another um, one. And then, like the idea it reaches a point of where, is, yeah, you yeah. need to be like, all right, what am I, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, do you, I had, um, somebody in the workplace would just watch my story. They wouldn't even respond to it. But then when I would go into work, they would make, weird comments not even to me but to other people like on the line or whatever and be like on oh, the line did you oh, on the line yeah they like like online i was like no no like in you're 70 on years the old on the kitchen <laughs> line <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. kitchen line um and they would make comments like oh well did you see where leslie went and thanks for the invite but you know we're not cool enough to do things with her so it's like it was clearly like you don't say anything to me about it and it makes me feel uncomfortable because you're saying that in front of me about me to other people yeah, and no, it's that's, that, that's just weird that you is, know yeah, that's really weird i also think that uh that whole thing of people sliding through the dms and being like oh you so cute or whatever is just them being scared to talk to them in real life yeah and I mean, it's like it's a cop-out like a hundred percent a cop-out because you don't have to have that face-to-face interaction. And then when they say when they say nothing, when they don't double tap, the fact that you're still going after it and you're still copping out is like, bro, get out of my house. Get out of here. I don't want you here. Can't that, work here. That is part of my line of thinking is just like it's so easy to do that. Yeah. And it's so easy to like keep up, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I, I don't like social media. But like the question that I wanted to yeah. ask Marissa, which I mean kind of relates to that same situation is – and, and excuse me for being ignorant and asking this is, is why don't you say no? Like, why don't you say like at any point, did you say to him like, Hey, I was trying to be friendly, but this is like, you need to stop. And, and I, and I, and my question is if not, why? And I, and I would guess that has to do with like, you know, fear of repercussions, but yeah. I'm not to this person specifically because he was really higher up. And I kind of already felt like he was on the way out and he did leave the restaurant. So that was cool for me. Um, But I feel like for me personally with social media, like posting on my social media platforms and how that affects me at work, it can actually affect you more than you think. Um, specifically because when you're on social media, you're putting yourself in a certain light. So for example, I do like to go out. I like to drink. I like to party. She um, dresses very sexy. I like my, you know, I like my short clothes. Yeah. My yeah, like in a great tops. way. You got to flaunt it. Look good, feel um, good. 
But that doesn't mean that it needs to roll over to what I do at work. For example, if I'm out partying the night before and I have an early shift, I don't want someone being like, so how hungover are you this morning? Um, none of your business. I'm here. I'm, I'm working. In, yeah. um, do you see the smile on? I'm about to go greet some tables. Um, I just feel like there's so much that can go into it and so much that can be misinterpreted. Yep. And then, like, we go out. I mean, we do our Wednesday karaoke nights. Um, but we're still all at work. Yep. I mean, we're adults. I just hate it when it rolls over at work and it's like someone makes a comment about, oh, that dress you were wearing last night was really short. And I'm like, yeah, it was super cute. Yep. Like, what's it to you, you know? You're like, I have nice legs. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like somewhere in there is a, like, I, I, I feel like what Sam is coming from is the point of you are putting it out there publicly, mm-hmm. but I still feel like there is some, you know, you don't there's know like, her like that. Yeah, there's like, like the a line of decency it, you know? in how you react to that. Totally. Like well, right. And I feel like that line of decency, social media like blurs. This is getting like kind of crazy out. But like it makes it so like, is it appropriate to talk about like that? You know, that's your literal public life. Yeah. Um, And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to post what you want. And I'm not saying that if you do that, you have to put up with this stuff. Right. I'm just saying it creates that situation where, you know. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah. A lot of people back from my hometown, it was such a small town. Um, a lot of people would talk about putting any of your social medias on private. I am on private. Yeah. Just because specifically it's like, then it's like, if you're trying to let somebody in and accept like them to have this insight to your like public life and what you're doing, it's like, that's a trust that like I'm giving you, I can easily take that away. But a lot of people also are like in the game of like thinking, oh, I don't want to be on private because it limits your it, audience. Exactly. I yeah. just recently did a social exper- uh, experiment where I did take my uh, social media off private again. And then like the amount of DMs that just came in that just came through. Excuse the pun again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was overwhelming. Okay. And I was like, I'm back on private. When uh. Uh, I used to be on private and I just went public. I just went public. And I posted a video of like, hey, my roommates are throwing this pink party. Roll through if you want to come. Oh, and no. this woman DMs me and she goes, that looks like fun. And I go, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I click on it. This woman's like 45 years old, has like two kids. And I was like, ma'am, you are not coming. <laughs> I did not respond to her. And Bro, she she's a fan of the kale standard. Yeah, she might be, yeah. I didn't respond Damn. to her. She didn't respond back. She got the message. She was like, guess I'm not going to this 23-year-old's party. <laughs> Aww, Needless to say, I'm back on private. Her. I don't at all. The real joke is that I accidentally messaged Kyle from the wrong account. His <laughs> 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 burner account. I really wanted to go to that party. <laughs> but then I was too embarrassed yeah. to tell him my so mistake. That you, yeah, that you have an online alter ego. He was like, That's he didn't even double like it. A woman with two kids. With two kids, yeah. No one will ever suspect it's me. And uh, I don't know dogs, but a brown one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap that topic up. Um we kind of started on flirting and I think we, we got some good points and then we kind of got off track, but I do think that some of that, I like that social media. Yeah, I think that though. stuff is really important. I think it yeah. all is all connected and yeah. kind of how we, mm-hmm. how we interact with each other. And there are um, a lot of pros and cons with 
partying with coworkers outside of the workplace. Yeah. So we're we'll get into that with our next topic. Uh, we'll kind of touch on more of of the partying culture and how that interfaces with uh, with the service industry. So real quick, we're going to take an ad break and get a word from our sponsors, uh, and then we'll be right back. This week's episode of the 86 No Filter Podcast is brought to you by SafeServe. Now, here on the 86 Podcast, we have a lot of sponsors, but none more important than this week. SafeServe is here to make sure you don't horrifically screw up and give some poor 10-year-old mono or something. By taking the same test year after year, SafeServe successfully drills into your head everything you need to know about the industry's sanitation expectations and why everything you do in your own home kitchen will eventually kill you. Safe serve, it's it's right there in the name, people. All right, thank you very much. Uh, that was a word from our sponsors. Uh, we appreciate all of our sponsors. Uh, we also want to give a very special shout out to Anchor for hosting us. Uh, they have been really great uh, for us to get this podcast started, uh, helping us get distributed on the, all the different platforms. It's really easy to use. Make sure you check that out. Uh, we want to give a really big shout out to all of our listeners, uh, anybody who's still with us. We really appreciate you. Uh, please make sure you share this with anybody who works in the industry or might be interested in the industry. Uh, we really want to get the word out about this show. Please feel free to write in if you have questions, you got any stories you want to share with us, or if you think you'd make a great guest, uh, we'd really love to hear from you guys. You can reach us on our Instagram and our uh, our Gmail account at 86nofilterpod. Uh, so we're just going to jump right back into this. Uh, we got another round. Hey. Another round, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're just going to talk about kind of that intersection between the partying culture and the industry as we, we kind of touched yeah. on a little bit yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, but that was a good lead in. Yeah. Um, I like to party. Where do you where do you want to start, like Marissa? When I like to party, I will party hard. I will party oh, hard. Is that hard? I'm just singing Andrew W. We cannot pay. We cannot pay for that. Um. Yeah, Marissa, tell us about, I don't know. Yeah, is there any place particular you want to start? Um, I feel like working in the service industry, it does promote a lot of partying just because we're around alcohol so much. This, I, I, you said that already and I, I, you don't think so? I don't, I don't, maybe, I mean, I guess I kind of see it more now because we work in a place where, you know, like we have to sample beers when we get beers on. So like. Yes, I didn't do that in my old place, so I didn't really have that. Well, where did you work? Uh, no. Question. Uh, Must so, be answered. So, um, see, nice now you just completely threw me off the track. <laughs> so, uh, this is but I feel be, like, this is I feel a like bit. this has uh, been a bit. No. And it will continue to be a bit. No, nope, I refuse. It's on the chilies. It, it's nope, on the big I refuse. Card. <laughs> so, I feel like um, with self control, like, that's not. I don't feel like that's a good reason. I feel like it's more about the late hours. And the fact late, that you yeah, are, the late hours, and the fact that sure. you're around other people that are, I'll tell you, having a good time and stuff. So like, it, I was gonna say, if your place has shift beers, I think that's something else that adds to that. Because if I have one shift beer, I want another one. I want another one. I feel like that's mm-hmm. usually, and I can't get one at my work, so I gotta go out to a bar with my coworkies. I feel like that's pretty unique to our situation. No, actually, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, even when I was working in Hawaii, we had something called a pauhana drink, which just means after you're done working, they give you a drink. And it's like almost everywhere you work, they do give you a drink like, after your shift, whether when I was working in a Mexican restaurant, we had margaritas after work or we had tequila. Like 
everywhere that I have worked has okay. promoted so I'm drinking. Wrong. Where did I, where did you work that didn't have it, Nate? I was gonna say, Nate. I actually do agree a little more with you. I'm not a big partier. I like to go out and have a fun time, but I only maybe had like a year in my 20s that in the industry I was actually going out and partying with my coworkers. Even now when I go out, I maybe have a drink. Like for me personally, it's so much more about the energy that the people in the workplace bring to my table like I want to be surrounded by you that's the essence of like what's bringing me out so I think everybody to itself is a little bit different I agree with that too but some of us don't have as much self-control looking at you (laughs) (laughs) yes we know that about you okay okay I well here's my thing I'm an instigator Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I want another drink and I don't want to drink alone. That's You're why like, I'm here with you guys. Yeah. Marissa, let's take a shot. <laughs> or, who wants a drink? Anyone, anyone need a beer? Please, please. Someone needs a Are you please? asking right now? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to go get beers after this. The answer is or yes. yeah, We're probably down. taking shots after this. I have oh, beer here. Sweet. And then, <laughs> I get to, and then I get to go to class. Um, it's so yeah. fun. Oh, no. There was something that uh, we mentioned right before the ad break, but it was specifically like partying with coworkers. Um, yeah. Is there, oh. Well, the, and I, I was, I was going to kind of say that too, is it, it reminds me of that, you know, like the, the soldiers that go, that come back from battle and like, they all want to go have a drink together. We just went through some shit like, together. Yeah. yeah and kind yeah, of commiserate yeah, yeah. about like what they dealt with. And it's that thing of like, nobody else really understands like what you got, especially with how different every shift can be. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. knows, you how, nobody knows the stuff that we went through last Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except that, is, for that is a sketch right there. The yeah, four of us for, yeah. that were there. Okay. And lived it. <laughs> and, and it's, I feel like that is a big factor in, in why you want to go out. And also too, what I was trying to say earlier is like that late night thing. Of yeah. Most of the shifts, especially if you're really making money, you're working night shifts. When you get off, like where else are you going to go except for a bar? Like you don't want to just, yeah. all right, I'm done work. I'm going to go home and go to bed now. You're like, no, I want to try and like, I want to feel good. Also, yeah, like yeah. decompressing yeah, with totally. your coworkers. Um, for some reason it always includes drinking just because that's like a way to relax after your shift yeah and we're all adults here so it's not like we're being like crazy you know yeah i can't speak for everyone but it's not like you're going out and getting like hammered after every shift you're blacked out every every shift um (laughs) i have my car here so (laughs) so i used to uh the old restaurant i worked at in san diego everyone that i worked with was like 25 to 30 years old or maybe like to 35 years old and they all were like this was what they were going to do with their lives is that they were going to work in the restaurant and we and party yeah and we worked in the financial district like right down the street from a bar so we would just get absolutely annihilated after our saturday morning shift and then i go home at like 9 p.m hopefully um and like fall asleep until i had to wake up for the sunday morning shift because it was just like that's just what the fuck else are we going to do one time um, I got so blacked out that, um, I came into work the next day and they were like, Hey, our host isn't gonna, we don't have a host today. So we're really counting on you. I was supposed to bust an expo that day. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do anything today. Like I can't feel my body at all. They tried to get me to like sweep up a little mess by the door and I dropped the broom like five <laughs> or six times. Like, I had a day once where oh, no. 
I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I remember that we were out like all night and I, I didn't go home that night and I had to open the next day and I got it, came into work and like opened the restaurant and then like maybe like an hour and a half into my shift, I just went, there was like a little side section in like the to-go area and mm-hmm. there's like a little ledge. Yeah, I've been to Chili's before. So I went and like sat down on the ledge and then yes, that's what you like gotta do. The comfy, ten minutes, like a comfy ledge. No, right? but I was there for like ten minutes, and then I called a coworker over and was like, "You gotta go get the manager because I gotta go home." Oh, and no. I was just so exhausted, and I, I thought I was gonna like be sick and have to go home, but I just sat there for like a few more minutes, and then I was like, "I got another rush of energy." I was able to make it through the shift; wasn't too busy, and I went home and slept like all day. But I have a really good question like, I was for Marissa. Up. Actually, on that note, what do you? What do you do personally to help yourself get through that shift after a crazy night? Um, honestly, I just kind of close my eyes and just this phrase always sticks out of my head. My dad always used to say, he just said, grin and bear it. Like, mm. that's just all you have to do. Um, but I hate myself when I come in hungover. Like, absolutely <laughs> hate myself. I just hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I will literally be standing in the kitchen just, like, staring at people, like, why did I do that? Yeah. Right. Is there any, like, food or any, like, remedies that, like, get you through it? I mean, I drink so much coffee that I think it's (laughs) really counteractive because it's, like, my hangover is, like, bringing me down here and my coffee, I'm like, ugh. (laughs) I think I I normally try and pre-plan it so that I, uh, I'll wake up at, like, 7 I'll hate my life. I'll go quickly eat something like mm-hmm. a granola bar or an apple, something that like I don't need to make, but is like pretty quick and easy. I'll go back to sleep and I'll wake up at like nine. I'll shower, go back to sleep again, wake up and I'm fucking rejuvenated. This actually the problem is that that's like seven. Yeah, that's, that's like that has way too much pre-planning. Yeah. Like my drunk ass to handle uh, my big my secret <clears throat> thing is uh, if you have pickles at your place, pickle mm. juice is amazing. With Jameson. <laughs> oh my god I mean, we yeah, did I mean, so many honestly if you need a little hair of the dog so go for it i should um, be sponsored by jameson, jameson at this point <laughs> um but you can also add uh hot sauce and lemon juice Ooh, i'm gonna try that that is mm. it's, i call it an oyster shot you're substituting the pickle juice the brininess of the pickle juice for the oyster mm. a little a little tabasco a little lemon uh, pickle juice is actually really really there's tons of electrolytes in it because it's oh. super salty uh, i've even seen in like lassens and like high-end grocery stores they work? sell doesn't salt so when you're de- you out? no so okay we can get into a weird biochemistry thing quickly Hangover cures when by Sam. you are dehydrated a lot of the times it's because your body you need salt to get the water into the cells because like that's how osmosis works Maybe okay. not yes. osmosis. i know osmosis okay. but osmosis jones uh, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> but yeah, basically basically you need uh yeah i know i know where your cultural <laughs> you know uh literacy is uh, but you need salt to uh, basically the, when your cells are have more salt in them, water gets attracted and like goes into them, thus giving you more. The more uh, you know. Hydration. Thank you, Sam. If uh, anybody does fresh juice. pressed juices, I know that charcoal, like a lot of people do charcoal like water and stuff now, is supposed to be. One if I'm of the if best I'm hungover, things. I'm not fresh pressing any <laughs> juices. You, you're not getting. But you can you go have to like grab charcoal. Grab one from like a store. Or whatever oh, okay. If from you your have one near from you. your barbecue. You just put it in your right, juice. Right, just a whole <laughs> piece just drink of, a lot of water. Just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drink a lot. Sam, there you go. Uh, I normally no. pop an Advil. 
Yeah. Or two. It just yeah, sucks. but don't but do like, that on an empty stomach yes. and yes. drink a bang energy, which yeah. is what I tend to do. Uh, those <laughs> really things bad are literally crack. I've said that on one of these other Ult- episodes. That, that is crack cocaine in a can. Ultimately, I think Marissa's advice is like the one that's most applicable. You just got to grin and bear it. Like For you sure. had your fun. You did the thing. You yeah. You, you kind of made your choice. You kind of just open your eyes and say, "Hey, I did that, and now it's time for yeah. me to make some money." You so, made your bed. Now fuck it. Yeah, exactly. You, you just kind of have to live in that moment and just be like. Like, you know what? This is the place I'm at, and this is what I'm doing right now. How do so, you interact with your tables when you're super hungover? Actually, I find that my tips are better when I'm I hungover. I don't that. know why when I'm not trying as hard for some People reason. People feel bad for you. I think so. I think they see it in my eyes, and they're like, oh, she had a rough <laughs> night. And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> so please help me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a thing in sports that I've found sometimes in serving too, where like sometimes they say if you're feeling sick or under the weather or hungover, like whatever, you're not 100 percent. You actually perform better because you don't take for granted the things that you do when you're just on autopilot. You actually have to like think about doing your steps of service instead of just like, oh, oops, I didn't, you know, get them whatever. When you're like messed up, you're like really, you're almost trying to like think your way out of you like you're, you're feeling so bad in your body you're, you're just like, like well, facing just a wall like, in the yeah, corner like, what do i need to do yeah. i feel like that only works like to a certain level of hungover yeah or, or like you right. reach a point of where i'm just trying to make it through the shift i'm yeah. not trying right. <laughs> well yeah. i feel like sometimes as servers because we're trying so hard to get our money through what people are basically thinking of us it's like sometimes you show up hungover and you're like mellowing out that like over trying so hard so it's like you said it's like yeah, they might feel bad for you, but it also might just be that you came across like super genuine because you were kind of just a step below your like excited Your state. normal like yeah. hype tables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I would say both you, both Marissa and you, Leslie, have very high energy service for styles. Sure. Um, so I can imagine that might be like. And some people like it, but some people don't. Oh, yeah. Right, some, totally. You really no, no, have no, to no, read it's, the it's table, though. If they're like not having it, you're like, OK, I'm going to take it down five notches. And this right. is what's so hard about not being able to read. Okay. Personal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't read tables, you can't, can't read words. Read books, can't, oh. You can't spell them either, apparently. Yeah, right. Well, what I was going to say about um how you think about things even more when you're hungover, I agree that it is to that certain state because when I was trying to sweep that goddamn mess when I was super hungover, I didn't even know what sweeping was anymore. <laughs> Were you using the dustpan to move the things into it was the one of, uh, it was, Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily, it was one of those ones where I didn't have to bend over or else I'd fucking kill myself. Probably fall on the ground and just roll over. <sighs> Has anyone ever, like, had an experience where they, like, went out with their coworkers and, like, something happened? Like, you hooked and up or, like, something? It? And regretted it? Yeah, just had a, it's just, like, yeah, just, like, the, the, the world had changed. The paradigm was different the next day at work. Has that ever happened to anyone? Uh, we used to go uh, out on bonfires at my old restaurant. Um like once a month or something. And those were always like one time. A lot of canoodling. Yeah, a lot of canoodling. (laughs) One time, not not for me. uh, I had a girlfriend at the time. But I was definitely like, I remember one one specific (laughs) time I was on all fours walking around. (laughs) Wait, can you elaborate on that a little bit? (laughs) Wow, that's not where I thought that sentence was going. There's a list of maybe like five things that you could have said. I was on all fours. Please don't take your shirt off. And, uh, And I was just like 
being a horse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were all just, like, fucking around, and I was like, oh, God. I woke up the next day, and I was like, I'm never going to look at anybody the same again because uh-huh. they all know that I just fucking embarrassed the shit out of myself. Got it. Wow. That was Hurt. way better than any answer I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but now I want to know everyone's answers. I mean, yeah. At my old um, at my old restaurant we used to work at, there was a bar right down the street that um, I can literally park my car at my house and walk there. And everyone would be like, hey, we're going to go to Garf's after this. Everyone's coming to Garf's. Let's go to Garf's. And it was like, all my coworkers at that point. That's all a terrible ones, name for a bar, by the way. Garf's? It was a sports bar. I mean, it was just kind of like really cheap drinks. They knew all the bartenders. It was just like one of those places that you just went after work yeah, after we got our one holes. shift beer yeah. and then everyone just walk over there. Um, but they weren't messing around. Like they were getting blacked out every single time. And um, there was one night after uh, the election had just finalized and we were at the bar and it was like Trump is president and everyone just went off like, I'm talking like shots, 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 just keep, keep taking shots. I don't even remember how I got home that night. I think someone walked me home, but I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh crap, like what did I do? And I have to see these people again. I was like, oh no, like I hope I didn't like embarrass myself too much. And that's where like that fine line kind of comes in because it's like you have to see these people. So if you really screw something up, yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't how, know how are you going to gonna backtrack yeah, from that? I don't know that? how to come back from that. Well, I also want to call back too to like when we were talking about like friends in the workplace, air quotes, like I feel like there needs to be another I word. I think we're friends. I think that we're friends too, but I think that there's a lot of other people that, you know, I know people that I work with that I would call acquaintances maybe like, but not necessarily friends. Like if I only see you at work or if we go somewhere directly after working, I don't know. You're not my friend. Yeah, like, and I and I don't mean to say that in a no bad offense. way. Right. Like, it's just like the only context that they're in your life. Exactly. Is like the work context. I think that's a big difference, and 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 I think that speaks to that same thing of like when I'm with my friends and I go out, like, yeah, maybe I will get trashed. You know, we'll see what happens. But because when I'm not with gonna four, isn't gonna be a big deal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would commend you. I'd probably get down on all fours too. Whoa. We know you would. Kind of. we, <laughs> oh, we already, we already know. You already know. We've we have it on this. Right. Thing. You just when you're the weird. Uh, I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to explain it. No, I actually, explain. I, I, I think I know where you're going. What well, Kyla's saying you know is he likes to be ridden. I don't think that's where he's going with that. That was much better. But, <laughs> but uh, it's it's easy for me to get away with something like that because I'm you're like the goofy class I'm clown, the goofy mm. class clown guy. Yeah, the work. Thank you. I, I, I thought you were gonna say because you're a guy. Because no. I feel like for us, it might be I don't know. For me, I I yeah. personally I have a couple little stories. The first one is not with the coworker yet, but things I used to do in front of the coworkers, which was like I'd get on stage and like get on all four like Kyle but start twerking and like doing all these very like promiscuous things that you're like an excellent dan- I mean you are a dancer I yeah. am Trans. a dancer and yeah. Yeah. A little liquid courage goes a long way so you know like I said there was that one year I was going out and getting a hefty portion of myself wasted um <laughs> and yeah so like those next mornings like if I didn't feel like good about myself like everybody trying to like talk to me about it like Leslie you were uh really dancing up there you know and it's like it could have been weird but for how me how old were your coworkers, real quick uh Just they the, were we're all you, kind of anywhere in the like mid to mid 20s to mid 30s okay. yeah 
The impression you just gave sounded like a 50-year-old man. Okay. Well, you know, could have been. <laughs> Um, you have a deep voice. Oh, you could have. You could have. I misplaced my cane last <laughs> night. Have you seen it? That aspect of going into work was never weird for me because I, I knew that that was just me. You know, I was like, yeah, whatever. But there was, before the restaurant we work at now, a situation where I ended up making out with a coworker. Oh, no. And I was like, cool, whatever. Like, he was super cute. Then I found out from a friend of mine when I told her about it that he was seeing somebody else. At the job. At oh. the job. Oh. Shit. So that, that got a little weird. That, um, yeah. But I, I basically just, a just bit? I just ended it. I like just texted right. him and like, was like, yo, just found this out. Cool. Like, didn't know that. Did we she will not ever find out? I don't think so. Because I literally, I don't mess with that. Like, I don't cheat. I don't be the person that cheats. And I didn't know. So that's why I was well, like. Well, except that one time. Yeah. Well, but I didn't know because they right. were keeping it like yeah. a big yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, true, true, true. It was never intentional. And so I was like, no, I don't do that. Lost yeah. all respect for the person a little bit, but at the same time. Gain respect for yourself. Right. right. And also, like, hopefully, just it went by so fast that it was all water under the bridge. And, like, yeah. You I know. mean, I think that there are, uh, there are definitely moments for a lot of the reasons that we've been talking about in this industry where, like, two, two people just collide. And I think that if you can have a certain amount of grace in those situations and just be like, Hey, what happened happened and, yep. and, and whatever, you know, if, you know, if, if you want to, you know, carry it on, that's awesome. Um, and if, you know, if, if one person does and one person doesn't, the person that does, you know, it's up to them to be like, I respect you, you know, that's, you know, Absolutely. that sucks, but whatever. And then if it's the person that doesn't like you're, that's totally your prerogative. Um, yeah. I don't know. Cause I, I I've had, I had a I relationship totally where I had a, a holiday party uh, mm-hmm. at my old job and there was a girl that a couple weeks earlier had told me she had a sex dream about me now i don't i miss a lot of flags or like a lot of signs <laughs> we know that already that one is is a good it's a good sign if a girl says they thought about or dreamt about a sex thing with you it's you it, <laughs> can't even say it yeah, no, this is this is my game that i'm spitting i actually um, dream about a lot of coworkers, though i think just because we're always around each other dreams? yeah but it's um, one it's one thing to yeah. have well, okay. it it's another thing <laughs> to, to tell say them. It. yes yeah. exactly it depends. Yeah. That too. That telling if you them, tell, that's if you tell yeah. someone, then that's like you right, want them yeah. to know. So you want them to know. You want that dream happened. to be extraordinarily reality. drunk at the, the thing at the party, and then yes, we ended up. Uh, I think I tried to make a threesome happen at, oh at one God. point. It didn't go very. Didn't were you? Go very and you did, did you go around the party the next day? You went around the well, party. Well, that was, but it was the kind of thing where like we were both just like, oh man, that was a good time. Like it really was. <laughs> I got lucky. That there wasn't any like the, uh, there wasn't any feeling from me that like wanted anything more, and I you know everything that she again missed tons tons of signs but like she was like wow that was crazy but like it w- that was it that was kind of like we just had our night is that your new like, the dream was better I'm pretty no i'm full yeah uh, right no yeah, yeah. no it was i don't think it was um, i mean maybe it was it was a good night did uh, you walk around the but, like, party I feel like she kind of likes she kind of like picked me up what do you think yeah. literally oh but, like oh, like, oh, like oh. it was her like she was like, Yo, I'm a smash I want you. I'm a, and, I'm a smash <laughs> yeah. and dash on me you. and i was kind of like cool <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were. Closing. I was gonna say, did you walk around the party trying to find uh, someone else that had a sex dream about, about you, you for the threesome? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else? No. This no, is no. the baseline for flirting with me. So. No, there was just a moment where, like, she was also trying, like, kind of like hitting on this chick, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And then the other chick was kind of like not drunk <laughs> enough, like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 Do you guys feel like there 
is a certain amount of time before you can let down your guard with your coworkers, like in a party scenario. Like for me personally, I would like, I can only have like two or three drinks around these people before I know how they act Mm. in like that situation. Because if something did happen or if something does go down or something is said, I don't want to wake up the next morning going to work being like, oh, my God, they hate me. Like the new girl. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like when you start at a new restaurant, do you wait like X amount of time before you Mm. are like, let's go out and get trashed or. I mean, I just don't get trashed usually. I've seen you, Nate. You have I not see seen you. me trash. I've never seen you trash. You, none of you have seen me trash. And that kind of hurts because <laughs> so I think we're, we're still, friends. We're still in the whole period. No. <laughs> well, I think we're friends. Okay, look. First of all, I'm not re- like, I used to be a really, really big drinker, but I just don't like how you feel now. Good for and you. especially since I've been, you know, I smoke weed. So like, I would rather do that than drink uh, any day. Oh, wait. So it's easier you know, I'd rather, I'd rather do that. So I yeah. don't, I don't drink as much as I used to. I'm a, I'm a big guy. And like I said, I, I did used to drink a lot. I do have Irish blood. I come from a family of alcoholics. So like it takes a lot to get yeah. me drunk. And also too, this is the big thing that really cut down on my drinking is legal drinking is expensive, especially going yes. to LA. If you're going to, you know, fancy bar in Hollywood, seven grand drinks are 13, 14 bucks. Yeah, like, I was drunk then. So yeah, I was okay if you with need, that. If you need four of them to, right. get, yeah, you exactly. to get anything. Yeah, like, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> normally, I take like a month. Like I know uh, we went to, I went to a Dodgers Padres game with some of our coworkers and I got trashed. Yeah, I heard and stories about that. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I ended up leaving the game and I like walked to one of my friend's places and they're like, I don't know where the fuck Kyle went, but <laughs> <laughs> I think he's okay. I don't know. We just started working with him. So that was probably too soon. But then I know at my birthday, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like way too soon. Uh, my birthday was then uh, in November. So probably, what's that, five or six months after I started working with you guys. And you, Leslie, you came to my I birthday sure at uh, that, what bar was that? Brickyard. Yep. And uh, I remember everyone was like, we did not know that Kyle got this drunk. I remember hearing those stories, too. And I was like, dang, maybe I could go out with him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. That was the drunkest I had probably been in 2018. Yeah, you were bad. My eyes were was two that separate ways. Flogna? Yes, that was the so then yeah, yeah yeah I woke up the next day yeah, you were blasted yeah <laughs> yeah you were there too Nate yeah yeah I was talking to your buddy to make sure that you were okay there was well, only like four of us there like out of your coworkers well, he was, yeah. you were already drunk like yeah. very drunk when we got there and then yeah. you had a few more beers after that and yes. we weren't sure why yeah because uh, you could I knew not why. hold yourself up I was just very going well, well here was the thing everyone was like your eyes were going left and right and I was like yeah I so I could that. see the whole party. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, my but you're, you're, you're good at coming back from those kinds mode. of things with like jokes and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Some of us are like, oh god, oh god. Yeah. I don't yeah. get. I don't well, get there embarrassed was that often. That I can't remember. I think it was Marissa that you started to mention about like if it's different for women, mm-hmm. and I think it is. I mean, I think that they're women in general in 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 life are just judged to a higher standard than men, or you know, it's just. I don't know, for whatever reason, knocking him down, like a guy can kind of just laugh it off. I'm like, yeah, I got really drunk. But like, you know, I think that there's a lot of pressure for, you know, for a girl to feel bad about getting that drunk. I also feel like, you know, and I could be wrong here, but I feel like statistically it takes less alcohol to get a woman drunk than a man. So 
you're get, you're just gonna get more drunk than yeah. we are gonna get. That's true. Unless never we, never try to unless we someone. yeah unless we try to match you, which and Marissa yeah, and I, I mean, do try and match each other. Normally. It's not. Yeah, it's not I like, don't. You know, I think <laughs> that that men get just as hammered as women. Yeah, it takes more, but you know that's why we make you know right the, but that i mean 30% extra that women don't make it so we can get more drunk that's <laughs> what <laughs> so we spend it on yeah. i just mean like if me and marissa go out with everyone we we both we drink the same amount yeah no if you drink the same amount the next day she, she's going to feel worse than i'm right but i'm just saying more, everybody more everyone like chooses like everyone can choose, choose to what they're going to drink what they're yeah. drinking how much they're drinking uh that's kind of a weird tangent but like I have a bone to pick with like the legal liability the bartenders have for what oh drunk people gosh, do. Oh my gosh, yes. As a bartender, I'm legally liable if you drink too much and then go home and, and get in a car crash. I understand that if I'm serving someone who's falling over, that's irresponsible. But the fact that we're so open, I mean, it's it's a wild tangent. It's kind but. of a blurry line, yeah. So have you ever had to cut someone off? Yeah, I've had I've had to cut a couple people off. I'm generally, I mean, like I feel like where we work, it's not uh, that... People aren't going there to get that drunk. It's not like a late night party spot where the people can get uh, I, like that. I had a time where like I definitely had some people that were intoxicated, but they were like being cool. They were like, uh, you know, just conversing, you know, normally they were like, you know, slurring a little bit. And like they were clearly had been drinking before they came in because I only got them one drink. And then my manager wanted to, they, my manager saw them and was like, hey, they're done after this. And I was like, that's kind of awkward. They just sat down. So I told them and then they got really mad because like they weren't doing anything. I would not have made that decision. I know why he did. Um, but because they were like, they weren't raising their voices. They weren't like swearing a bunch. They were just like drunk guys at a bar. So from their point, they're like, why can't, what, what? And it, it, and it went really bad. Uh, yeah. But also, I think, I mean, to play devil's advocate, you got to read the room. Like, a lot of people don't understand when they go to our place that, yes, it ha- we have a bar, but it's really a restaurant Yeah, that oh, has a bar attached. I mean, like, and that's... It's not the place. There are places in within walking distance of us where yeah. you can go be drunk guys yeah. at the bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, so... No, I, I totally agree. And if yeah. they were doing... But that sucks to have to be the one to be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. I know you just got here. I got you one drink, but I can't. So yeah. And, and it was just the fact that, like, if they were being more belligerent belligerent or loud or swearing then it would have been a lot easier to be like Um, hey guys sorry this isn't the spot for you to kind of bring it back there is one thing that i wanted to make sure that we talk about because you know marissa and i hang out often we go out and one thing that you know we have talked about before and i've noticed is marissa's really good at getting to know you know bartenders and servers and waiters whatever that we're meeting with and usually ended up getting like free drinks or whatever or some type of special treatment and i feel like we there needs to we need to come together in the industry and have like a card or something where like when you've worked at a restaurant for like a year, like your gold card. Yeah, you or get something. to well, that would show be like it to people. Be like, card. yo, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna tip you. Like, yeah, I'm a good customer. Treat me nicely. Well, you know what's finger funny? guns. You, you sometimes get though those people like I've had those people that I wait on. They're like, we're all service industry. We and get it. Yeah. Bad yeah. tippers. Tippers. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that, that happened the other day. Yeah. It really does. I'm like, why would you do that to me? I'm just like, don't bring up that you're in the service industry and right. then yeah. just keep it to yourself. And then I feel like it. it's the people that <laughs> are like looking for an excuse not to tip you. Mm. And they're like, I know what you do. So, like, I'm going to judge every little thing, you know? And and I don't know. Maybe they just don't have the self-awareness that, like, when they're mm-hmm. serving, like, they, you fucked up, too, sometimes. You know, you forget Sides Ranch all the time. Well, um, I think people like that also, 
I don't think most people that do that are actually servers. I think they either they either work in the kitchen or they work like at retail like a, and they're like or mm. it's like a it's like a counter service place or, or something something where it's not like a sit down because I feel I feel like if you're actually a server who works for tips, it's hard to do that. Like unless you get really bad yeah. service. Yeah. When I'm no, dr- I, when I'm drunk too, like when I'm out with my coworkers getting drunk, I tip way more than I too. should. Yeah. You wake up the next day and you're like, Fuck. yeah, it, no, 100. percent I I had to start using my cards so that I can be like, God fucking damn it, that's how much I spent. You can actually track it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just wake up with no cash. Yeah, with my cash, I'm like, I don't care. Kind yeah. of what Nate was saying. This is one thing that I do go do because I do go out a lot. Every bar that I go to, if I'm like, oh, I want to come back here, it's super cool. I always make it a point to introduce myself to like the bartender and be like, That's hey, this smart. place is super cool. Like, love the drinks. A lot of the times, they'll just hook it up on the house just for being like cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well. But the thing is, the tipping thing. Like, if you don't tip them when they hook you up, they're not gonna hook it up yeah. again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you're going to a bar and maybe they give you like a free shot or like a couple free shots. Um, you better be tipping on like the amount that you would have paid had yep. you paid for the extra shots plus a little extra and I've it's heard, still less. Yeah. I've heard that pretty much like if you get a free drink, you should at least tip half the price of that drink, like straight up. So if the like drink is $6, so like, you the should drink tip. is $6 and you get it for free. That's a $3 tip, not counting what other else you're drinking. Right. Yeah. And right. the tip you would already be giving. Yeah. Like, right. So if you, yeah, yeah, if you got, if you got three drinks, they're all $6, but they only charge you for two. So the bill's 12, you, you know, you do three on the 12 and then three extra for the right. drink that you got. Right. Way right. too many exactly. numbers for me. Yeah. That's. I, I mean, I, 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 had li- a I like the rule of thumb. I never knew that. I mean, it's you just have a, a method. It's just a yeah, way. I have a method. Oh, yeah, What's please. your method? What's your method? Uh, my method would always be to add up what the total price of the drinks would have been. Mm-hmm. Tip 20% on that. Mm-hmm. And then throw in like an extra like extra. 10%. Like literally tip like 30% on yeah, what the total would have same. been. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're still not paying right. the you're same amount as you would have paid. You're still getting like free stuff. And also they're going to remember you. Yeah, yeah. You know? speaking as a bartender, right? And, and and where we work, like gives bartenders leeway. They allows them to give away beers to cool guests or to like, you know, if there's something goes wrong. But that's more like a manager thing. It really is, uh, you know, can't Experience, do it a lot. But like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, um, you know, you have the power to to say, hey, man, this one's on me. Um, yeah. And if I do that and I don't get a good tip, you're never getting that beer again because exactly. I only have so many. I've yep. been I've been burned by that before when I was just like, oh, fuck you people are so cool. You know, what? I was I went out to my manager. I was like, these are like really cool people. They're here visiting um, from Canada. Like, can I please comp one of their beers? And he was like, yeah, like that. That sounds awesome. Like, they'll they're going to be here a week. Maybe they'll come back. And they tipped me like 10 percent. And I was like, you fucking dude. But then you remember them. I had the exact. Then I remember them when they come back. Yeah. And I go up to the server and I'm like, fuck them. Like, (laughs) easy there. Watch yourself. I had the exact same experience. I served a couple that was like traveling from Canada. They were down for like a few days. It was like a slower shift. So I was able to like just kind of like hang out and talk to them. Had a really cool conversation. I was like, yeah, I'll buy them. Buy them. I bought them two beers. I'm pretty sure because I got a couple. Um, Drop a check. And it was like, it wasn't even 10%. It was like really bad. Damn. And I was like, wow. Did you, did you tell them that you comp the beers? Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. good. Yeah. You that, always people, make it a point to see. But yeah. people, I, I mean, especially where we're at, people never tip off of what the total was before the comp because it doesn't, there's no like clear indicator of it on yes. the check. Yeah. I do wish that we had more 
words or percentages or accents of like subtotal or before comp or something right. like on our receipts. Yeah. I feel like ours is so like a, basic like a Ralph's ticket that shows your if savings. If I'm giving or you something. a free ten dollar yeah, dessert, something. like I don't want you to pay for it, but I still want the tip off of that. Yeah. Well, and this That's is a random dollars maybe random yeah. question, but this just makes me think of it. How many of you guys like circle that when you drop something off? Every time you I do, don't. I do every time. The only time I circle is when they pay half in cash and the rest on the card. Oh, I do that, that too. That is the worst when, and then you just get like. I don't know how to draw circles. I never circles, think to do so. it. <laughs> I was, oh, just drawing. Oh, oh, you don't know what that is. I have a lot of issues today. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough day. I think you need to go back to school. Mm. He couldn't. He could the scissors. <laughs> what is he school? Can't do, he can't do. Yeah, I'm sure they'll take How you back you into that? sixth grade. Uh, I'll Billy Madison at school. Yeah. Uh, uh, Q. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Q U B I C K. L-E. L-E. All right. Well, Cubicle. I think <laughs> we're getting, yeah, we're, we're getting a little. Uh, yeah. I, I had a question. Uh, have any of you ever been cut off um, when you're out with your coworkers at a bar? No. 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 Okay. I've never been cut off. Seriously. Neither have I. I think because so. we work in that area and we've had to see what people do and like how they act, you know? Well, I've, we know our limit. We kind of cut ourselves off first. Uh, I don't, but I definitely <laughs> spilled a drink off that karaoke bar on accident. <laughs> On accident. I wasn't even that drunk and I was so pissed at myself. I'm usually the one telling my friends, like, I think you're I think you're good. What's that? You want yes, you want a, you want a water? <laughs> a water? <laughs> we could we call that a water break in my family. Yeah. If someone's too drunk, you're like, here's a water, you're on a water break. If you want another drink, you gotta finish that first. And then we just chuck the water. And then you slam the water and you're like, shots. shots. (laughs) Then you vomit all the water up as you're walking to the bar. I was so used to getting cut off growing up, just like with my friends and coworkers and stuff. It was like an ongoing joke. They would always be like, one drink, Marissa, you're cut off. Uh-huh. I'd be like, get a little bit loud because that's kind so of how I am. Yep. I'm a little, you're cut by off. By your friends or by the bar? No, by my friends. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you a woo girl? Uh, maybe I, I am a total woo, woo girl. girl. They're nice. just trying to save all the alcohol for themselves, basically. Yeah, exactly. Woo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Um, I think I think that was pretty good. Got a little bit into uh, that intersection between partying and the service industry. Kind of talked yeah. a little bit about that culture. Uh, we're going to kind of wrap this episode up, but before we go, we got some segments to get into. Uh, and first, we've got our Hot Pocket, Cold Pocket of the Week. Hot, hot Pocket, Cold Pocket. Yeah. Ooh, it's so hot. <laughs> okay. So cold. Man, we need a soundboard. And I think, uh, I think Sam has one. It actually, and it, 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 it uh, ties in like very, very nicely to what we were just talking about, like, kind of like cool, cool tipping practices. So I was bartending the other night. It's a busy night, um, and there was a guy that came in with his parents, I think, or, you know, there was like three people and they were waiting. They were going to have, they were going to get dinner there, but they were waiting on the rest of their party. It was like a party of 10 total. But the, so there's just three of them in the bar. I got them around, you know, I was dealing with other stuff and I went over, dropped the drinks off and the guy was like, Hey man, can I get change? Uh, and I was like, yeah, no problem. I wasn't like super busy. It was a little kind of like, that's weird that you just sat down and now you want change. But like as a server, obviously if anyone ever asked for change, you're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to break this bill into smaller bills yeah. so you can tip me. But then, uh, so he gives me a 20 and then he's just like, I just need 10 back. Take 10 for yourself. I'm like, whoa, you haven't even paid for your drinks yet. Like that was crazy. Um, so definitely comped a beer for Damn. him. Yeah. And, uh, and then like, and then they ended up getting another round and like, he tipped me really well, but he was like, he would, they was kind of what you were saying about like the card. It was like, that was him saying like, look, we're going to be here for a while. Take care of us, but know that don't take care of us for no reason. Take care of us. Yes. We're going to take care of you. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm stealing that move. 
something. If I ever know I'm going to be in a bar or restaurant for a while. Something that my brother always taught me to do is when you order a shot, he's like, I put the cash that I'm going to give them first. I'm like, I'll take a shot of Jameson. And I put out, I don't know, how much is a shot of Jameson? What fucking, a well, I don't know. A well shot is like six bucks. A well shot's like six bucks. I don't know. I never usually pay for them. He'll put down, fuck you. He'll put down like $12 and he'll be like, this is all for you. Kind of thing, and then he'll get like a double shot, or the guy will like pour him another shot too. Because he's like, does he just you. think like, oh, he wa- he's giving twelve dollars? I guess he wants a double. He want, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's oh, like, didn't tip me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's a good move too. Yeah, but I, yeah. I thought it was. I mean, I, it you was showed totally him what kind you of got. like. That's I, dope. I love to take care of people. Like you know, we're all in the service industry. Yeah, maybe not as like our career paths, but I think we all are in it because a part of us, you know, likes to take care of people, likes to make people happier, you know, make them comfortable. So I like when he was like, you know, that, that just like, yo, I'm going to take care of you. You take care of me, take care of each other. Plan <laughs> yeah. a little better. Best perfect kind of customer. Absolutely. Anybody else? Kyle? No, Lizzie? I got nothing. I got nothing. Work my, was good. My pockets are dry. My pockets are dry <laughs> this week. <laughs> I got some veggie pockets. I yeah, not, I just have room temperature fun. pockets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do want to say, though, that I agree with you guys. I, I didn't even think about that. I should have mentioned that while we were ta- talking about that earlier. But, yeah, I do the, I do the same thing. If I'm going to a bar where I know I'm going to have a few drinks, usually, I'll, if I, especially if I have cash because I'm a server, I'll, I'll just put, like, a 20 down on the bar. And then I'm like... That usually gets, you know, when they're like, there's a bunch of people yeah. at the bar, that yeah. usually gets attention. Yeah. They, they come over to it. you. Yeah. And you, you leave a big, nice, fat tip. Especially, you don't have to leave a fat tip every time, but especially that first one. Then oh, next yeah. time I come to the bar, it's like, oh, hey, it's that guy who left me you know, 10 bucks on his yeah. $6 yeah. drink or whatever. Uh, uh, but uh, just the, the reason it was so like unexpected and I want to like start doing it, it was like, it wasn't even a tip. It was just like, it was before they had paid or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just like, yo, we just here's want you money. To know. Look, you know, you know me, which I, I, it, it does exactly the same thing that well, you're when you get about. in an s- expense account, you can do that. Damn. I also <laughs> had this thing happen one time where I forgot my card at a bar and I felt so terrible because then they closed out my tab and I couldn't tip them. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, most places usually don't they tip 20%. Usually 20%. Yeah. yeah. No. If not more, they didn't. I no, did if, that they don't, if you don't, yeah. get, if you don't have signage, if you don't get a signature on it. Yeah, like you by law, like they technically can't add it unless that's something yeah, that in it. Because I've seen that signs. There are yeah. some places sure that will add it. As long as they it. have signs posted, that they are allowed to do that. I'm pretty sure. Well, they didn't because I checked my account, and that was like that's Very why nice. I was like, damn. I was like, and this is somewhere I go regularly enough that when I went in to get my card. I made sure it was like open and like the same day or whatever that I knew this bartender would be working so I could go in and be like, this is this for is you. For, yeah. <laughs> Last day I, I did the same exact thing. <laughs> like I literally went back to the bar. I knew the same bartenders were working and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Here's right. a 20. Like this yep. is for both of you guys. Thank you for taking care of me last night. Yep. And they're like, that, you don't have to do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I do. do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I had a bartender take my credit card home one time. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like it was like it was like I was like his last tab or maybe it was like even a bar back, and they just put my card in the apron like with the intention of like oh okay I'll go like file it later, and it just left at the end of their shift and then I saw so at the end of the night I went over and I'm like yeah I need to close out my tab and they're like what are you talking about oh, no. we don't have your card and I'm like come again excuse me <laughs> uh, you don't have my card yeah he's like, did you close uh, it out I'm like no, and then they ended up like calling the guy and he was like oops it was in my apron, so they gave me a free let me just get some gas it. real quick, um. All right. Cool. That was a good hot pocket, though. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure good, you. Good idea. Hopefully, let's let's yeah. let's get sure that trending. Let's uh, real quick. Let's check the mailbox. Sam, you want to 
Sam, Sam, Sam. So, would Sam, you like me Sam. to go check the mailbox? Actually, you know what? I do want you to check the mailbox. Uh, wow. Yeah. That was uh, me on all fours. As a <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Well, okay, it's done. It's ruined. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell on that image. Um, that was very well done, though. Okay, here is. That was uh, very well done. We do that in was, fact. That was really good. Yeah, we do in fact have a uh, a, a question. Here it goes. Uh, hello, 86 fam. I'm a server, and I had a situation where I had a two-top, and when they were ordering, I didn't write their order down because I was a bit in the weeds. One of the guests wanted no tomatoes on the burger, and I know I rang it incorrectly, but when the burger came out, tomato was present. They ended up talking to my manager and saying that because I didn't write the order down, I was basically incompetent. We found the ticket. I rang it in right, but the manager still came down on me sort of hard after the fact. Was I in the wrong? Uh, and that is from Hot Under the Collar in Hollywood. Tomato was present. That was good question. Thank good you point. for that. Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, in my opinion, I think yes, you're wrong. You should. I think you should always write down orders, even if you just make chicken scratch, so it looks like you're writing it down. Because I think what the guest thinks is just as important as what the reality is. Yeah. Um, I never write my orders down, and I've had a situation similar to this. Um, and I knew I rang it incorrectly and, you know, I just, my manager was kind of like, you need to write stuff down just for that fact, like you just said, Nate, but I just went over to the customers. I knew they were kind of upset about it. And I just explained, I was like, you know, like I've been doing this a really long time. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't write it down for you. Like I owned up to it, Yeah. but I also said like, I just want you to know, like I did ring it incorrectly. I don't want you to think like I messed up on you, but I do understand why that this, that? you know, like went the way it did because of that maybe. And, you know, I just want you to know that like, I'm so sorry and I'm owning up to this because that table tipped me great just because of that. So I've, I've also had that same experience and even had a good outcome from it as well, but yep. also a bad outcome from like it's happened to me because I used to never write my orders down. I can remember most of the stuff, especially having worked Expo for so long. Like I just see the orders visually yeah. and then yeah. I can just remember. But having had that happen to me so many times, I've just started to write things down just to make it easier to not have to have to worry about that. So that's why, that's why in my opinion, I would do it that way because I've tried the other way. I can do it the other way, but I don't think it's worth the extra hassle of that one chance that you get the one pushy guest because the kitchen makes mistakes because they're people just like I make mistakes too. And word of the wise, if you do memorize your order, always say it back. Yeah. Does oh, not yeah. matter if there's six people. Does not matter if there's one person. You should say it back say if you it write back. it down either. You yeah. should always yep. say it back. Yeah. I, I generally don't write down orders uh, on smaller parties. Like if I have a party of eight, I'm not going to like try to memorize it. But yeah, like I, maybe it comes from me like learning lines or whatever, but like I have a pretty good memory. Um, so I can, you know, pretty much take care of it. And, but I've had situations where I have forgotten, like I didn't write anything down and I have forgotten it. And yeah, I, you know, it made me look really, really dumb. Um, but I've also had situations where like, I feel like sometimes if I write it down, then I'm not thinking about, Oh, what did they order? I'm just like, well, it says on the paper that like, that yeah. if I make a mistake yeah. writing it down, which also happens, yeah, I then it's like that bakes it in or I can't read my own. Yeah. Handwriting. Oh my God. Or yeah. You yeah write I definitely it down and very... you forget to ring in like one mod and you're yes. like, Oh, I had that on my paper. Why didn't I ring that in last right. week? That's all I was doing. I was like our three fifteen server and my first three tables, I just kept fucking up and I was like, God fucking damn it. I'm yeah. even writing this shit down. Like, how is this happening? Since this episode was on partying, uh, tip, if you're very hungover, write down 
everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Have you guys ever had the table where, like, you know, I'm asking you guys who don't write things down. Have you ever had the table that's like, oh, you're going to want to write this down? Oh, with, yeah. with their yeah. order? yes. Oh, if like, anyone does that, then I will. Right. I'm oh, not going to fight them on I just it. go, oh, really? try me. And then they give me all their mods and I just say it back to them. And if it's perfect, they're like, I'm so impressed. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. it makes your tips better when you don't write your it orders It really depends down. on the person. Yeah. Just, Justin Long and waiting? Yes, I, I do think about thing? that. Yeah, that was well, like got it, him a big job or no, something. No, it was it was like he thought it was like a big break, and then it, it was like a, 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 the manager from the steakhouse across oh, the way was yeah, like, "I want yeah. you to be a server for me," and he like didn't want to serve anymore. But yeah. yes, I do think about that scene a lot. Waiting is a, actually, if, if anyone is like curious about the the industry, I think it actually it's is a very a, accurate, a very accurate portrayal of the industry. Not as accurate as the eighty six no filter podcast. Not but like, not much for the kitchen. I'm sure they no really the kitchen. Like that. Yeah, I, I think maybe it used to be, but I think the kitchen like all the weird gross shit they do bottom line i think you were not in the wrong i don't think she if was you, in the, yeah if, if this you, person was in the wrong either i would say if the manager comes down on you then you fucked up whether or not you did anything wrong it was <laughs> a like, tomato though but it wasn't their she fault she couldn't have just she, taken she the said, customer could have taken not the a, tomato off that's not a good argument we're, it we're, is we're, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're there to provide a service, yeah, especially if, if they if ask get, for. Ask so for let's put it. I mean, if you went to the restaurant and you ordered it with no tomato and it came out with tomato, I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't well, care. But that's because I'm a server. Well, here's the thing. I would said I'm they, not going to get your manager and like f- write a formal be a, complaint. Be a but I'm going to say annoyed. Hey man, I ordered this no tomato. Can you fix it for me? Like they said that they rang it in right. That's what you're paying. That's the expo's fault. I would go to the expo and I'd be I'd like, be read like, your damn tickets. Right, get yes, up that's and go yeah. to the back. Great that's point, a good point. Yeah. That's the thing is it wasn't the server's fault. The server is on the front line. So to the but I, to the customer, I'd be like, I'm sorry like that that happened. Like, but it's, like I'm sorry our expo but, it's one of those, but it's one of those things of where the what? fault, it's just like when you're expoing and, and you, you're like, you ask the kitchen to make something and they go, why? Why do you need it? Like, it doesn't matter. Just make we need yeah. it. Like, it's the yeah. same thing of like, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Mm-hmm. What matters is that it happened. And the person who's at, it's like what uh, Ballard we need to was move saying. On. Yeah. The person who's at the face of the table, who's yeah. responsible for that, yeah. is you. Yeah. And you, and, and, I mean, and I, you guys disagree, but in my opinion, you didn't take every step that you could by writing it down. Even if you just, you're drawing pictures of them or you're doing word association games or you're just scribbling nonsense just to make that, them think that because they, then that. they can't say that. Yeah. Then when you say, Oh, I'm sorry. I rang it in right. It must've been a mistake in the back. Let me fix it for you. There's no, yeah. well, you didn't write it down and you can't go grab the ticket. And I go, and well, like, no, Look, I, I, bitches. Right. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I mean just like kidding. you can blame, you can blame the expo and obviously the expo but they're should still be gonna something. Think that it's but you. yeah, I mean, ultimately it's your table. It's your tip. Yeah. And it's, you know, you the only way to salvage it is kind of what Leslie was talking about, and like being like really upfront and honest, and like apologizing for not doing what they want. Because if you say like, "Hey, man, I rang it in right. The expo screwed up and got you your tomatoes," they're gonna right. be like, "I don't give a shit. The, my experience here is ex- bad, ex- and what? I'm not gonna. You can't exactly expo. I work in yeah, a we cubicle. Learned, we, exactly. I, I'm a cubicle. <laughs> I don't know what any of this stuff is. Uh, so I mean, I think that like ultimately, it, it, if there's any lasting kind of repercussions for you, that sucks because. That I mean, it shouldn't be anything more than like your manager pulling yeah, you aside for like two minutes and being like, or, right. you know, thirty seconds, being like, "Hey, just you know, like Nate's saying, if you need to." I mean, and and you know, just everyone gets everyone screws up in different ways, and just being like, if if you don't like writing stuff down, like fine, you just got to own up when you know when it goes bad. When it does, that's go fine. Sour, I, yeah. I don't think you're that's gonna how you get learn. Like big trouble. Yeah, uh, but All keep right. writing, not not writing stuff down. 
Great question. Yeah, thank you. Hot under the collar in Hollywood. Whoa. We got construction. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, so on that note, we're going to start wrapping up and get out of here. But first, uh, we've got one last thing for our listeners. Uh, Marissa, this is our beat. cardinal sin. You got to say it. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't see it, but we're dancing yeah, to the yeah. beat right now. Um, uh, so this is kind of like our, if there's one takeaway that you could give the listeners from uh, something that we talked about or maybe something we didn't talk about, this is your chance to kind of share that with them. Um, I guess just going along with the topics from this week with flirting and coworker relationships, um, just know your audience. I mean, it's always great to have friends in the workplace and to go out and have lasting relationships with them. But, you know, keep in mind that you still have to work with them. Um, That's about all I can say about that. I like it. Yeah, I I like that too. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for coming, Marissa. You have been a fantastic guest. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you had a really great Really happy to be here. Yeah, we're really happy to have you. You got a really unique uh, opinion and lots of great, no, I'm sorry, unique perspective and lots of great opinions. That's what I was trying to say. There you go. Uh, Yeah, and we're really excited. And we're, you know, we'll have you back on at some point. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Anything you want to share with the people? Our Maybe listeners? not your Instagram because it's private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my handle is. Everybody slide into the DMs. Of Just kidding. <laughs> don't send dick pics. All right. Yeah. Please don't do that. Send dick pics to K-I-K-N-I-G-H-T. I would say you. Okay. So Sam can't even wanna, spell wanna, his uh, Instagram yeah, handle I name. I can barely spell my name sometimes. Hey, that's <laughs> okay. what I thought. You're coming at me for not being able to spell. We're going to get uh, out of here before they uh, bust through the walls. True. <laughs> before, once again, Dude, I want to thank all of our listeners again, uh, all of our supporters. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, I want to give another shout out to my dad. Without him, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this show. He's been great be no providing us help <laughs> and equipment. And, you know, and that, yeah. too. It goes, more, more, it goes all the way back. More of the recent more, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. In, okay and in general. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Literal okay, okay. Um, stuff that we use. Yeah, and all of our listeners and supporters, our friends and family, uh, we really appreciate, appreciate you guys listening to uh, what we've been working on. So thank you for that. Uh, my name is Nate Miller. You can find me everywhere at Dog Like Nate. Leslie Perrin. Leslie Dot Perrin. Uh, my name is Kyle Metz. You can find me at kmetz03. Sam Weiner. I'm not going to try to spell it. It's Night of Sam a lot. Please send dick pics. <laughs> you heard it. He said, please send dick pics. So please honor that request. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode and a new guest. Thanks for tuning in. Can we have a dick pic of the week contest? Oh, my God. I'm <laughs>